0: You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Mac. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music.
1: Once freed, ruin was able to affect the world more directly. The most obvious way he did this was by making the ash mounts emit more ash and the earth began to break apart. As a matter of fact, I believe that much of Ruin's energy during these last days was dedicated to these tasks. He was also able to affect and control far more people than before. Where he had once influenced only a few selected individuals, he could now direct entire Colossus armies. One might ask why Ruin couldn't have used Inquisitors to release him from his prison. The answer to this is simple enough, if one understands the workings of power. Before the Lord Ruler's death, he maintained too tight a grip on them to let Ruin control them directly. Even after the Lord Ruler's death, however, such a servant of Ruin could never have rescued him. The power of the well was of preservation, and an Inquisitor could only have taken it by first removing his hemorrhagic spikes. That, of course, would have killed him. Thus, Ruin needed a much more indirect way to achieve his purpose. He needed someone that he hadn't tainted too much, but someone he could lead by the nose, carefully manipulating. One can see Ruin's craftiness in the meticulousness of his planning. He managed to orchestrate the downfall of the Lord Ruler only a short time before Preservation's power returned to the Well of Ascension. And then, within a few years of that event, he had freed himself. On the timescale of gods and their power, this was a very tricky timing and was precise as an expert cut performed by the most talented surgeons. Mm, that's a bit. I,
0: I think we should just jump straight into the chapters first and come back to that because...
1: Because um, cause we got more to mm, add to this. Mm, okay. Okay. So,
0: as you promised in our last chapter, uh, it's Vin's point of view, and Vin realizes that Reen's voice could not have been ruined the entire time. Uh, he can't read her mind. Therefore, there are moments that Reen's voice said some very complete things, and these were often the times, if you go back and check them again, these were often the times that he was, uh, that Reen's voice wasn't being overly hostile overly brutal overly paranoid The were vo- the the voice seemed a lot milder at times and these must have been the times it wasn't ruin um but uh yeah zane heard voices and uh what was the last thing he heard again uh that's the crazy thing zane
1: you weren't actually insane you
0: weren't actually insane oh no <laughs> it's chills it's
1: chills thinking about it
0: oh no okay
1: well so
0: the lord ruler Vin's piecing through a lot of things and so the lord ruler did not imprison rune something had to have imprisoned rune um while she's going through all this she realizes man yeoman has my number because yeoman's just literally going to starve me out and that is a great way to kill a mistborn nothing she can do about it right so she ends up going back to the plate because each location has the steel plate that gives them some sort of information and she goes to read it and i don't know if i if i wrote copied it word for word exactly but this is the gist as close as possible so i have failed you i have no way of defeating it if i am dead then i am happy to be done with it it's always talking in my head i do not know if i can trust myself i tried to be a good ruler at first i was too young too angry and made mistakes How much of what I have done is twisted by Ruin? Can't everyone see how perfect my system is? I will do better. I am God. Ruin is more powerful than I am. I am dead, but I still care. You are my people. I am the hero of ages. It is not complete. I hid its body well.
1: So, you know, there we go. We got the reference to the body again.
0: Yeah, and we, you know, we've talked about it mostly. I think in our spoiler episodes, a little bit maybe in here. Um, again, if you haven't read the entire Cosmere, stay away from those. Stay away from Indeed. those. But but finish the Cosmere. You know, whether it's with us or alone. Uh, and come back to our spoiler episodes because it's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, it's a lot to unpack there. But the Lord Ruler, even he says he thinks he's corrupted, and he raises a very interesting point. Because he's not a good person based on what we saw of Rashik in the background. Rashik was not a good person. Yeah. But how much of what happened could have been Ruin's influence over the years? Right. All right. Chapter 49. Yeah, you wanted to go You wanted to go in there. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> so, chapter 49. We get Seiza's point of view, and he's letting Spook take the lead, and he's super happy about this. You know, he is ultimately a scholar, and he prefers doing the scholars work, doing the engineering work here rather than actually listening or actually leading. And Breeze is just happy to see Seizid studying again. And Seizid feels amazing going through, you know, I think he's like you he said before, I think he was going through trails religion. And I think he mentions a couple more about basically it's all about just mathematical religions to, to to build this engineering project to bring, Basically, to bring water back to the city, right?
1: Well, I think his actual actual engineering was what he was pulling in. I don't know if he was just religions because he has all the knowledge, and he said, "I think he's been pulling engineering texts."
0: Yeah, no, he's been pulling texts too. But I think his, I think the reason I mentioned religion there is because I think he mentions that's how he finds a lot of them is
1: because his focus
0: was on religion. So he goes, "Oh yeah, I remember this religious group." You know, that's fair. This religious group was very strong in mathematics or whatever, and so he's pulling the actual mathematical knowledge. He's not pulling like the religions knowledge. Sure. But uh yeah, so he's learning all this and he's having a blast and he realizes that he's like, well, you know, my passion is has always been in being a scholar. This is why I'm enjoying this so much. But uh he's scared for Spook. Um because he doesn't know whether his plan to 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 his Spook's overall plan uh, is going to be good. And Breeze believes that they can replicate Kelsier using Spook and so hmm. uh, spook is kind of hanging out and he feels he says he feels like they should have been attacked by now um and he's wondering why they haven't attacked the 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 building they're hanging out in which is one of the ministries um and he's like well quillians used the mist to take over um and you know like the mist really don't affect nobility or anything like that Is something he points out so they're scared and it turns out that Beldred arrives And Beldred ends up arriving because she's afraid that Spook is going to kill her brother. And he's like, hey, I'm going to like she's like, I'm just trying to talk to you. I don't want this to happen. Is there a way we can work this out? And everyone's like she is like she must be the worst pirate I've ever like I've ever heard of. Right. Like, (laughs) what is she doing? You know, and she's just naive. Right. She shows up thinking nothing's going to happen. And Spook's like, well, you know, you're not allowed to leave anymore. You're done goofed. Yeah, you're not allowed to leave anymore, and it's time to spread rumors that you've betrayed your brother. And that's the end of 49. So, uh, 50. So, we get Vin's point of view, and she tries to... Uh, this door opens. The door keeping her trapped opens, and she tries to escape. And she realizes that there's like this long climb of up like a ladder or something that leads out of this basement area, and that is still blocked off heavily where she can't get out. But she realized that there's people left down here with her. And one of the people is Teldon, uh, which we learned a couple of chapters ago. That is uh one of one of uh Ellen's drinking buddies, one of his good friends.
1: He was one of he was with House Hastings. So he
0: comes down and he's just like, I have two wines. One has a sedative and the other's okay. And she's like, Why are you telling me this? And she goes, he goes, Are you stu-? like you're not stupid? Like, if I just start offering wines, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna drink any. He goes, I'm here to convince you to drink this sedative wine. Otherwise, you're just going to starve to death. He goes, I'll kill you. You know, I'll make them open the door by threatening to kill you. And he goes, yeah, you would kill me and Yeoman would never open the door. It's just like, you know, if you do that, we're both going to die down here. Um, But I'm giving you a chance because he could have just let you starve. That's essentially the 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 the, the, the chance he's taken. He could have just let you starve to death. So the fact that he wants to sedate you... You know, that, that might give you a chance to escape later. And, you know, he needs you for some reason. And Vin ends up realizing this and working through it. And he's like, you know, she's like, you know, I am going to take a chance here. And she drinks the wine. And she's like, all right, I know with pewter, I can burn away. I can burn away alcohol, you know, and, and I won't drink or I, I don't get drunk. So instead, what I'm going to do is Doralman burn the pewter and hope that it gets rid of the sedative. And she does it, and she's like, "It worked," and then she falls unconscious, and uh, that's the end of fifty. So uh, fifty-one, we get Ellen's point of view, and he's wearing the dark.
1: No, we we go. We're just gonna go to fifty. Oh, oops. <laughs> oops. That's that's for tomorrow. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> did I really start on forty-eight? I did. You did. Dude, I was just getting in the flow. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I know you, and I know how how this goes. Um. There was another interesting thing about the the plate is that it had like a circle with a spot in it or mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. Um we'll we'll talk about that later. Um but anyway, uh Epigraphs, epigraphs, epigraphs. epigraphs I know, epigraphs, I, just, epigraphs, I just I just I, I how, how do, how do I not just hone in on these epigraphs? Okay. Um Let's start
0: with epigraph forty eight. So Ruins free and Man, we we learned a lot about this, right? It was like Ruin could could pool on some select individuals and now with his power completely released, he's he's making the ash mounts erupt. He's causing earthquakes and this is all technically with him being
1: incomplete. So, here's a fact I wanted to point out because we actually talked about this in a spoiler episode not too long ago, a few spoiler episodes back. I think probably still in Well of Ascension. And that was when we all, when we heard Ruin's voice, you know, because we knew about it, you know, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ruin would would talk to Vin and talk to Zane, that it was always very simple. Like all he would tell them, think, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, you know. And and for Vin, it was like they're gonna betray you, they're gonna leave you, they're gonna betray you. Mm-hmm. Like it was always really basic. But then at Hero of Ages suddenly the voices started saying more complex things. Yep. And that's what I thought was super, uh, like a really cool detail. Like like he, we mentioned here that Ruin was held back. Like he could only do like a little bit, you know, on certain individuals for a little bit of time. So you could see that with the way his influence was very, very basic, very, very quick. Um, you know, his, com- his commands are very, very subtle. You know, whereas we get more complex, you know, behavior more complex, you know, uh, uh, things that come up after he's released uh, from the Well of Ascension. Um, that's just like a really, really neat detail that comes up uh, throughout the books. As we, if you, if you follow us through on our previous episodes, like that, actually, uh, we we kind of start pointing that out. Like, oh, look, now that he's out, he's starting to say complete sentences yeah so okay so here's the big thing too let's
0: we can move over to 49 a little bit too and i love that brandon uh uh, goes forward with this and shows that it isn't just a fluke because you actually asked me this when you were first reading and it's like uh again when we were first going through this we like missed so much i missed so much of the epigraphs i missed so many things and i still don't know how i go back and i go how did i miss those things And i remember you telling me I loved Hero Ages. You know, I loved, I loved everything about it, but like there's a point or with Well of Ascension, you're like, why didn't the Inquisitors release, release Ruin?
1: Oh, I, did I ask that? Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: 49. Yeah, you asked that and I was just like, I was like, I remember like going like, I'm pretty sure it just had something to do with the fact that they like, they couldn't do it. They couldn't, they couldn't take the power for some reason because I, I wasn't remembering it 100% too when I was ta- asking, uh, talking to you about that. But now like you because that 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 is like a huge plot hole, right? Like other than just because the story would have sucked, or like the story wouldn't have been as good, we get an actual reason here of why the Inquisitors themselves, once the Lord Ruler, and we talked about it in previous things, might have been spoiler episodes, so nothing big there. But we talked about like why didn't you know why wouldn't ruin influence the Inquisitors as much with the Lord Ruler around, and we determined it shows it right here. The Lord Ruler had a tight control on them. The same way the the same way that he had to control in the colossus, you know, and once he died, Ruin was like, "Well, I have you know somewhat control of them before I before I'm able to you know before he was released, but even if he wanted to, they couldn't help him,
1: right?" And even then, like we look at like Marsh, he kept saying like, "I don't know why, you but I need die. to kill you, yeah, you know, or stuff like that." Yeah. So that's as much effort as he was able to put forward, because as far as we know, I mean, Mars was the only one that we can really see, like, was had some level of direction. So Ruin wouldn't have been able to implement any complex plans with the Inquisitors anyway.
0: Yeah, other than, you know, using them as soldiers, essentially. But, uh, yeah, this is something that's super cool. Uh, man. Again, too. It is just crazy to think about how ruin had such a good plan in place, because even even the epigraphs pointed out in fifty, where it's just like on a on a on the time scale of gods, which are several which you could assume is infinity right it's just mm-hmm. infinite time to orchestrate the downfall of the of the Lord ruler and then be released a few years later is literally a precision strike and how quickly a plan plays out.
1: And, you know, it's it's kind of understated, right? Because, uh, I mean, you know, Ruin is a god, you know, but think about this. Like, he had a thousand years plus. You know, I mean, he had at least some time. Like, we can assume maybe he had a thousand years before, you know, Elendi saw him. Uh, So we're talking about at least 2,000 years, right? Because we're mm-hmm. talking about, like, well of ascension had to happen for Alendy before Alendy got killed and then we have another thousand years before you know Vin gets to the well of ascension um of sitting here and thinking about what to do and presumably failed in with Alendy right mm-hmm. uh, got tripped up at the finish line you know with Alendy and then had to be able to like set in pieces because he couldn't have like manipulated very many things because i mean for a thousand years like you don't have the right people in place you have to get like everything squared up and then you have this guy who knows you're coming who has essentially godlike powers who has you know the most powerful beings in you know the world with uh, as as soldiers and the inquisitors he rules the world and (laughs) has a whole like military you know a whole like everything is set up in his favor a whole
0: mil- a whole church that is dedicated dedicated devoted zealous
1: you know and you have to kill him because he's the most you know uh the most you know likely person to stand in your way and then in the time period between killing him and the well of ascension filling up you need to make sure that a very specific individual gets to the well of ascension uh and that individual had to be ready before the, the 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 guy i mean think about it like to plan this out and have it all work out the way it did it like it makes it's like it's like this is insane and the only thing you could do is just kind of nudge and, and just kind of nudge and whisper and nudge and whisper and do like a little little here this little that you can't really do anything other than that
0: it makes me wonder how much of, it makes me wonder how much of the, if any, the the
1: logbook that they found with Alindi was altered. You know, um, we know it was altered multiple times, even since they ha- had possession of it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm skeptical that it was altered very much, for for a few reasons. One. Um, I don't think Brandon would play like that. I think he would want you to see, like, here's the original logbook and then here's what he's changing. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't think he knew what to change just yet because if he did, he would have had all the changes already in place. He was mm-hmm. changing it on the fly to make things, you know, happen. Um, And that seems to be his style as well because Alindy said something to the effect in the logbook that he had been, you know, uh, or someone was saying something about how Oh, Kwan, I think it was Quan. He had said like, oh, you know, he um all everything just seemed to be changed to be perfect for him, like mm-hmm. where it was like his hair would turn gray at the age of twenty five, yada yada yada. Um and like a couple other things, like a birthmark or whatever, was like perfectly fit to him and that's just really weird. So I think that it probably wasn't manipulated much. Plus he would have had to um uh, Well, I guess not. I was going to say, I think if you look at, like, the way the story is told versus what you see in Steel with uh, Quan, it's, like, pretty close. But, I mean, it's a good point. Like, I mean, what would he have manipulated ahead of time to be able to do that? I don't know. Um, And I'm interested to see, like, you know, the Lord Ruler kept the logbook with him.
0: That was my thing I wanted to try. The Lord Ruler knew about what Ruin could do. Why would he keep the logbook?
1: And why would he not have a steel version of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe. Well, we know the Lord Ruler is a chemist. Oh, well, he wouldn't be able to store his, it in his mind. Yeah,
0: his mind, because the, the they could even affect. Yeah. The the memories in the metal mind. So the thought process here. My thought process was, you know, what if he does have it somewhere in metal? You know, and he kept the logbook as a way to try to actively. see See what 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 ruin would manipulate that's what i would and and then ruin didn't manipulate anything like you said until until it left his possession and then that's when he was like oh i can start messing with it now
1: well the other thing is i think and this is going to be way later i think and even in part five there are some things that come up that i think confirm that the logbook was at least pretty legit but we'll we'll you know we'll cross that when we get there
0: yeah, so let's go to the chapters now. So chapter forty-eight, uh, dude, it's still kind of crazy because I, I remember someone asked me a question because when I when I kind of shepherd you through the Cosmere, I had someone ask me questions. Like he didn't do, could do what I did for you, where I he kind of like went through as much of it as possible, tried to like pose questions and stuff. He just would ask me, "Oh, you're reading the Cosmere? What are you up to?" And I would tell him. And he was like, oh, what's going on? And I was just like, I, I stopped him at one point and went, so Zane, and, and, and well, of Ascension, he goes, yeah, I go, I'm like, is the Lord Ruler still alive? Like, what the heck's, what the heck's talking to Zane? <laughs> and now, like I said, when it came around to, it ended up being ruined the whole time. It was just like a sucker punch. And I was like, oh, dude, his fingers are in every pie.
1: Well, and it's also funny, because like we, we mentioned this, uh, when well of ascension when he dies they just drop that whole thing like they don't bring it up again at all until now
0: yeah no 100 like ruins just taunting him as he
1: dies 50 chapters into the next book they re- revisit this <laughs> yeah that's it's... that's cosmere level long play
0: yeah um man the, the the plate too, the plate too seeing like the lord ruler by the time this plate is made is like broken like he seems scatterbrained. I think there's even a point in it that I didn't include in the little notes I kind of took. Cause again, that was a gist. that wasn't like word for word. That was mostly a gist here. Um, there's even a point where he says like, why would I reveal this information? You know, why would I reveal this information even on metal now, you know, uh, revealing my weakness to my followers. Right. Cause he, to cause he priest, yeah. yeah, to his priest. Right. Um, and ultimately he was just like, because like, if you're reading this, uh, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad I'm okay
1: well he also but he also says like uh the reason I, he's like i i second guess it but i know that doing it makes it angry and that's good enough reason for me mm-hmm. you know um and he could say like he says like ruin's been in his ear like been showing up things like he's been having to deal with ruin this whole time mm-hmm. um and so i mean yeah i would imagine like i think about if ruin had anyone that he wanted to influence anyone he wanted to try to get to give up it would be the Lord Ruler.
0: Yeah, and, and talking about the really fast, hey, non-spoiler people, close your ears. Hey, spoiler people who might be listening to this, if you haven't checked out our spoiler episodes, you know, you need to check them out because Mac has a very interesting in-depth talk about how the Lord Ruler could have possibly been resisting
1: Ruin. Oh, yes, yes. That was a, that was someone who brought, brought that up on Reddit with me. All right, well, uh, you uh, you non-spoiler people, come back, open ears. So, um, okay, well anyway the next i think that's most of what i wanted to cover um because in the next part we're going to be talking about, we're going to be revisiting uh, uh 10 soon again and we're going to see ellen uh put his misborn powers to work
0: hey everyone Vod here please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes monday through friday if you enjoy listening consider subscribing we are a very small project so please support us with likes and comments You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ontos. That's patreon.com slash O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.